Hello and a guten Erev Shabbos and a guten Erev Yontif to everybody. It's the Grandpa, Saba, calling to wish all of you a great holiday, a wonderful end to an incredible festive season, and uh, to wish you uh, only the best as the year uh, really starts in earnest after this uh, holiday season. Um, the overarching theme that I wanted to talk about today is the idea that um, we're really coming to the end of a period that starts with sin and ends with healing and wholeness. The, um, the original sin, of course, is symbolized by the removal of the fruit from the tree in the Garden of Eden. That is the primordial sin. The Garden of Eden's sin really encap encapsulates and prefigures and incorporates every other sin. There's all of those elements in it. Um, and um, at the end of this period, we are healed and whole and ready to resume the year. And uh, if the original sin is symbolized by the removal of the fruit from the tree, then the tikkun, the repair for that sin, is putting the fruit back against the tree. And as we hold the lulav and etrog together, that is the deeply symbolic idea that we should keep in mind. The idea that we restore sacred, holy, and uh, wholeness to the world and to our lives. So that is, I think, the kind of overarching theme of this time of the year. Um, we end Sukkot today, Friday, and then we enter into basically Simchat Torah and Shemini Atzeret. In Israel, of course, they do it the authentic way, Shemini Atzeret, the eighth day. We know that in all aspects of Jewish holy life, eight is always special. There's a bris on the eighth day, Hanukkah is eight days, and so on. And so this is the eighth day and um, represents, as in music, the next octave. So the eighth day represents the next level up of, of holiness. And um, as we enter the eighth day, um, we uh, remember that this is the only festival in the calendar that has absolutely no accoutrements, nothing special happens, no, uh, no lulavanetrog, no, um, no shofar, no matzah, no uh, maror, uh, no Hanukkah lights, None of the things that accompany every single other Jewish celebration, Shemini Atzeret is plain, pure, and unadorned. And I think uh, we know also the rabbis tell us that God says, uh, It's hard for me to see you separate. And we are separating. Of course, the question is, uh, why does God say, hard for me to see you separate? And uh, we are taught the reason is because God never separates. He's always around. Just unfortunately, we tend to separate. Uh, and also, there's another interpretation which basically says, as you leave this environment, you'll not only be separating from me, but separating from each other, which is another allusion to uh, what tends to happen when the high holy days are over. And so, kasheli pridatem, we, uh, it's hard for God to let us go. And so, uh, that is expressed by those words. And so, the, the last day of the festival season, Shemini Atzeret, is really a festival where it's just God and the Jewish people hanging out together. Um, it's uh, two lovers hanging out. So that is that is the symbolism of, of Shemini Atzeret as we enter into it. And in case I didn't tell you this before, I think it's worth looking at the phases of the moon to get the essence of what each festival is about. Rosh Hashanah is the only festival that's celebrated in the darkness. All the other festivals are celebrated in the light. And uh, we just passed full moon, and we're already going towards the end. And before we know it, it'll be Cheshvan already.
So I uh, just want to wish everybody a beautiful Shabbat, a beautiful Chag, and uh, God willing, an amazing year.